How are we doing? So this is a pre-recorded one. Um, what I'm going to do is, I know most of you, the majority of you watch this on playback. Um, and so once a month, we'll do a live. So at the beginning of every month, we'll do a live live where we'll all get involved and we'll set our goals for the next month. So the next few months of each month till the, rest, the end of the year, we'll do a big kind of concentrated effort, a four or five week sprint to get you the best possible results that you can each and every month. So if we look at each one, like a really short, sharp sprint, then sometimes it's a little bit more easy to get your head around than, oh, I've got 12 weeks. So the six week programs worked really well. We're going to make this four or five weeks. So what we're going to do this week is start building that foundation so you can have the most successful month you've ever had to date with Team FLF. So we're going to work on what are the things that are lagging? What are the things that if we could nail, we would have an absolutely epic month. So we're going to start a five-week sprint and we want this foundation in. So we've got a little challenge this week and it's going to be around something that a lot of you struggle with. So sometimes you master it and then it goes and it comes back. So there's motivation. It's not that. It's not that. It's consistency. Being consistent. So if you can be consistent week after week, rather than perfect, but consistent with all the things that you need to do. So your five pillars, your sleep, your hydration, your steps, your nutrition, and your training. If you could be consistent with all five. So sometimes, um, especially guys that are on group programs, you know you're training, but nutrition's the thing that you struggle with. Um, maybe sleep as well, because you're up early. Hydration's okay. But the things that are missing are usually steps and nutrition. And they're kind of like your big bucks. It might not be that for you. It might be sleep. Um, it might be that you nail it one week and then the next week it all goes to pop because something's thrown in your way. So how do we get really consistent? And that's what we're going to concentrate on this week. So being consistent with the things that you need to pick up a wee bit. So when you do your check-in, you mark things out of 10. And I often say to you, if it was a five out of 10 that week, what do you need to do to make it a six or a seven? So we're really going to concentrate on just that aspect of your check-in. Being as consistent as you can. So how do we know what we're going to be consistent with. What are the things? So we need to have a plan. Same thing. A goal without a plan is just a wish. So let's have a real serious plan for this week. So you're going to decide what the things are you're going to aim for consistency with. So for me, steps are never a problem. So there's no point in aiming or putting an effort around steps for me because I get them in. I've got the dog, I'm on my feet in the gym. That happens without me really having to put much effort in. So I could kind of almost ignore that. Nutrition, generally good. It could probably do with coming up a couple of points most weeks. Um, sleep, it's all right. It's all right. Menopause has its part to play in there. Hydration, I have to say, in the last few days, it slipped a little bit. We're at Dad's Compiace, it was boiling. I'd forgotten my big bottle of water. Um, and I was having little bottles of water, which I, I didn't drink enough. I know I didn't drink enough. So hydration something that I could probably work on as well. Training. Generally, it's done. obviously just been unwell, so it's a bit off the point. But consistency, if I looked at the last two months, consistency has been pretty good. So my things I probably need to work on are nutrition and hydration. But you decide what it is and you decide what consistency means. So if it's training, it might be that you are going to do four workouts a week or three workouts a week, whatever it is you decide. But they happen consistently. So that might mean one week out of the month, you maybe only do three if the target's four, and that's fine because consistently you've done four, one slipped, and that's okay. But if you aim for four and you're aiming consistency on four and every week you're doing three, then you're not being consistent with your four. So decide what consistency is and decide what's doable as well. 
So you've got to look at what's doable in your time availability, but also your energy availability. So I often have time to train, but I don't always have the energy to train. So we are looking at what is doable, what's realistic for you to be consistent with. So if you're someone who works all day, sitting at a desk, oh, and therefore being consistent with 10K steps a day, that might be difficult to do. But you could say, I'm going to be consistent with 70,000 a week. So we're still in the same place. You still get the same amount of steps in a week, but the, the target has changed. So that means that then if you think, right, I'm going to be consistent with 10,000 steps a day, knowing that that's going to be really difficult for you, you get to choose, you don't hit your 10,000 steps, well, what's the point? I'll not even try the rest of the week. But if you go on 70,000 a week, then you can still be consistent. You've still got till Sunday and the weekend and your days off, wherever that might be, to make it up and therefore you could still be consistent. So have a think about what consistency actually means and what's doable and practical for you. So let's start with the end goal in mind. So we need to have a goal in place for September. What is your goal? So I was speaking to someone this morning who had what they thought was an overwhelming amount of weight to lose. And what we did is we broke it down. We broke it down into between now and the end of September, we've just got four kilos to lose. So really each week, we've got less than a kilo to lose. So the goal for each week is to lose around a kilo. So some weeks you can be a couple of, couple of 1.2 kilos, one week it could be 0.8, but we're looking at consistency across the month of around a kilo. And that makes it a lot more manageable. So is the goal fat loss? If it is, then what is it? Be really specific about it. Like, is it four kilos by the end of September? And how are we going to go about that? So if it's four kilos by the end of September, you want to be losing around a kilo a week. How are you going to do that? So the obvious things are you're going to look at your steps, you're going to look at nutrition, hydration, and your training. There'll be some areas that you already boss it in. It's not an issue. Training is probably one of them for a lot of you. Um, so it's the other things. And these are the difficult things, aren't they? These are the difficult things. So define what the end goal is. Think about what the end goal is. And then reverse engineer the steps that you need to take to get there. So for me to make sure my hydration is on point, I need to not forget my big bottle of water when I go to dance comps. I need to make sure that I'm hydrating first thing in the morning. So today, instead of my one glass of water, I had two. Um, I made sure I finished my bottle of water when I went to the gym. I had my coffees as well. And I've still got water to drink today. So I need to make sure I'm planning, I need to make sure it's easy for me to do. I don't want to have to go, and that's why it was difficult yesterday at the dance comp because they didn't have big bottles of water. I had to keep going and buying these tiny little bottles of water, which meant it was an effort. So if you've got to make extra effort or, or there's extra barriers in your way to, to hit that consistency goal, it's going to be difficult, isn't it? Or more difficult than it needs to be. So if you can get as organized as possible, nutrition, if you can get as organized as possible, you know what calories you're aiming for. And if you need help with this just now, if you're someone who maybe had their nutrition plan at the start and you've lost loads of weight and you're maybe stuck, get in contact, we can redo your nutrition plan, we can redo your calories. But if we can make sure that you are organized, you know what your calories are, you maybe put your evening meals in and then reverse engineer from there. So that's what I tend to do because evening meals differ so much. And um, if we're eating with the family, it's different. So if I know I'm having lasagna for tea, that's maybe more of a calorific meal than I would normally have at night, I'll reverse engineer my day from there. But how can you make this have as few barriers, hurdles, um, problems, resistance to getting it done? How can it just be easy? So have a think of that end goal, what are the three major things you need to do to get there? And we'll have a look at that in a minute. And then how can you make that really, really easy? So end goal, reverse engineer from there. 
So if you've got your goal set, it gives you a, a purpose and a vision. It gives you a purpose of, you know why you're doing something. So I am tracking my nutrition because I want to lose around a kilo this week. I'm planning my meals in advance. It gives you a reason to do it. It's not just, oh, I better do it because I have to. I hear a lot of people saying, I have to do this, I have to do that. You want to do it because you want to lose that kilo um, or you want to get your steps in or whatever it is, whatever it is. But it gives you a clear purpose and purpose, purpose and intention for that day and a vision for the end of the week when you do your check-in, you step on the scales, you do your measurements. You've got a vision of what that would look like. We've spoken before about clean goals versus dirty goals. Clean goals are generally ones that make you feel good. So I want to lose a kilo because it'll make me feel good, my clothes will be looser and I'll feel more confident. You can have the same goal, but you can make it dirty by saying I need to lose a kilo because I look disgusting and I hate myself. Clean goals are far more motivating. You can't hate your way um, to your goal. You've got to support yourself the whole way along. So be careful about the words you use and the emotions you have around it because that will drive your behaviours. Internal versus external goals. So again, conversation with someone about what they thought they had to lose. And I was like, no way. No, that's far too much weight. No way. So what are your goals that matter to you? So if you don't care whether you lose a kilo or not, but someone else has told you, doctors told you you have to do it, or you feel like you should because Google tells you that's your ideal weight, or whatever it is, then your motivation to do it, because it's an external and it doesn't matter to you, it's somebody else's goal that you feel that you have to conform to, Again, behaviours aren't going to align to it. So what's the internal goal? So this is where we come about your, your why. So it's never I want to weigh 10 stone. It's not. It's what 10 stone means. So 10 stone means that maybe you feel confident. Maybe you've been that way before and you felt confident and happy. Your clothes are comfortable at that weight. You can go into a shop and just buy clothes off the shelf. Whatever it is, it's that's, that's the internal goal. That's your strong why. So attach that emotional feeling of what that means not just the number the numbers are relevant the numbers are absolutely relevant and dream big dream big you don't have to know how to do it just yet but what would be the ideal have that long-term vision so okay we can work for four weeks that probably won't or five weeks it won't probably get you exactly where you want to be but it'll get you that step closer and what's the big big goal so if you have got a lot of weight to lose and it seems overwhelming, concentrate on the personal, but have that end goal in mind. So let's say you've got 20 kilos to lose and you lose four kilos of the next five weeks. You've got 16 kilos to lose, haven't you? And that goal gets smaller and smaller and smaller and more closer and more achievable every time. And then think about your goals. So although we're dreaming big, I want your short-term goals to be stretch goals. So it might be an effort to get your 10,000 steps in, but it's doable. It's a stretch, but it's doable. If it's something that's going to stress you out, then you're not going to stick to it. So you might want to reduce that goal. So it might not be 10,000 steps. It might be 7,000 steps. So make sure it's a little bit of a stretch so it is a challenge because if it's too easy, there's no excitement about it. There's no pride in achieving it. But if it's too big of a challenge, then it's very easy to fall at the first hurdle and then give up because it seems too far away. So the same example there. I don't want you to start saying I've got 20 kilos to lose. I want you to concentrate on losing one kilo or four kilos by the end of September. But let's get dialed in on it. And then start saying, like, if I did that by the end of September, I lost four kilos. And then by the end of October, I lost another four kilos. Can you see where this goes? And then fast forward to the end of the year. Where would you be? Where would you be? Pretty empowering when you think about it like that. 
All right. So I'm going to get you to rate all your kind of areas that you need to pay attention to to get to your goal. Rate them out of 10, kind of like you do in your, in your check-in, but do it right now. So sleep, nutrition, movement, so your training, your steps, etc., restoration and hydration. And think about the ones, I want you to concentrate on the ones that are less than a five. And how could you make, what, what could you do to make these closer to or a 10? I wouldn't go for a 10 out of 10 because to do 10 out of 10 consistently is really hard. But how can you nudge that from a five towards a nine or a 10? So your consistency goal, consistency goal might be to, to be an eight out of 10 or more every week. That might be your consistency goal. So it gives you a bit of leeway. Not every week goes to plan. Not every week is the same. Some weeks will be dead easy to hit your steps. And when I wasn't well, I think I hit my steps three days out of 12. Not like me at all. So like if that came into the mix, then you think, oh, I failed my consistency goal. But between an eight, and out, eight out of 10 and a 10 out of 10. So you've got the potential to hit out of 10, 10 out of 10. But think about that. Could you do that consistently day in, day in, week in, week out, month in, month out? Probably not to be 10 at the moment. So the ones that are less than a five, how can you bump them up? So how are you going to get there? Write yourself a little list as many ways as possible as you can increase your score. Like really just go to town, brainstorm it, every single thing you could do to increase your nutrition, quality, and stick to your calories, to get your steps in, to increase your training, to have better sleep. Write every single thing down, whatever it is for the, the two or three that you've picked that are less than a five. And then out of that big list, pick two or three that are going to have the biggest impact that's going to move the needle the most, or it's going to have a domino effect. So we've spoken about this before, that if I have a good night's sleep, I'll be more active, my training will be better, and my motivation will be higher, and my nutrition will be better. So if I just pay attention to sleep, it has a domino effect on everything else. If I've had a poor sleep, it's generally my nutrition that hits the next day. So nutrition is generally poor the next day because I'm just looking to feed myself with energy, and it's never a salad. It's never a salad. It's carbs, it's chocolate, sweet stuff. So what is the thing, the two or three things that you can implement <clears throat> over the next seven days that will help you hit your consistency goal? So again, we're thinking about the goal and then we're reverse engineering from there. So the goal becomes irrelevant. What becomes the goal, in fact, is to execute the, the actions that are going to help you create something that has a domino effect or move that needle closer to a nine or a 10 out of 10. And is this something you can implement consistently consistently over the next seven days? So if you're thinking, right, I need to go to bed at eight o'clock to get my sleep. It's probably not something you can consistently do, especially if you've got kids, things to do in the evening, that kind of thing. It's probably not something you can do. So what are the realistic things you can do? So get your list, score out the things that are going to have little or no impact, find the things that are going to have the biggest impact, and then decide if they are something that are easily implementable. So that's stretch goal, but not the stretch goal. So it's a wee bit of a challenge for you, but doable. All right. So this is what we're going to work on this week. So I'm going to put a post up tonight about um, for you to commit to what your consistency goals are for the next seven days or six days. And then next week, we're going to get started on being the best possible September ever. So... We need to connect with how achieving this is going to feel. So start to really picture and feel how it would be to be consistent and then achieve that progress. How would that feel? How would it, how would it feel? How would it look? 
think back to a week where you've absolutely bossed it. It might have been like one of the first few weeks you were on programme and motivation was really high. Think about a week where you've absolutely nailed it and you had brilliant results. What was good about that week? How did it feel? How did you feel all week? And what wasn't good about it? There's probably not that much that wasn't good about it. You probably felt really good, motivated. And a lot of this comes from mindset and just deciding that shit is going to happen. I've had to do that a lot recently, I'll have to admit, around mindset and um, how I feel about things. I've had to readdress that and just go into the day. So, uh, yes, at Dance Club, I vowed I was going to be calm, collected and cool all day. And I was tested a couple of times. Uh, I've been tested today as well. I had to take a couple of deep breaths. But do you know what happens? All the same things still happen in a day, but I feel much better. I feel calm, collected. I'm not stressed. And it's come from a decision that that's how I'm going to be. I get to choose how I feel. There's a meditation I do, and it says, like, you, you have the power to choose how you feel, and today I feel choose to feel great. So it's deciding what makes you feel great and deciding what doesn't. And don't go and make yourself feel like shit. Don't do it. Just decide you're not going to do it. And I have to actively work on this. This is not an easy thing. I just click my fingers and I feel amazing all the time. But I've made a huge difference. So you can apply that to, okay, I am going to track my food. It's happening. No excuses. No nothing. Um, somebody had put something on their check-in about, um, I'm not always able to track my food. Think about it. You can. You can. Sometimes you choose not to, or it might be more difficult. But you can. And one thing I would do is wherever you put your things to remind you to do stuff. So if you've got an appointment in three weeks time, where do you put it? I put my diary on my phone and I put an alert on it. And I put an alert on it at a time where I'm going to register it. So I wouldn't put an alert on for a time where I'm coaching classes and it pings up my phone and I dismiss it and that's it. When So if it was tracking food, for example, and it was to ping up in your diary or your phone, a wee reminder, track your food. Make sure it pings up at a time where you're actually able to do that. So don't do it when you're going to have meetings at work. Don't do it when you're going to be already be asleep. Do it at a time. Maybe you're sitting in front of the TV. Maybe you all sit down from the TV at half seven, for example. Do it for them. It'll ping up. You're like, right, I'll track my food. When there's going to be minimal distractions around you. So when you're scheduling things and it's got a reminder, make sure that the reminder doesn't ping up when you're busy and you look at it and you forget it. I do that um, a lot. And now I've learned not to do it. Do it for when it would be an appropriate time for you to do it. All right. So we're going to be a little bit kinder to ourselves. Like we are talking about clean and dirty goals. So make sure your goals are not coming from, I need to hate myself out of this situation. We're going to be kind and love ourselves out of it. You can't hate your way to happiness. The goal is happy and healthy. And we don't have to wait until we're a certain weight to get to be happy. You can be happy now. You can be happy about the fact you're making an effort, that you're making changes, that you're making progress week on week, whether you feel like it or not. Lots of people live in a very unhappy state and do nothing about it. You guys are all being proactive. You're here. So the goal is happy and healthy, but let's achieve that goal now. Happy and healthy. So the next seven days, we're going to be loving, respecting, nourishing ourselves physically and mentally to put us in a really good place with a strong foundation that next Monday, so okay, it's not the 1st of September, but let's start on the Monday. So by the 28th of August, we are going to start the best month you've had this year. Every single thing's going to fall into place. You're going to use all the coaching that's available for you. You're going to do your check-ins. Everything is going to go swimmingly. But let's get the groundwork done this week. All right, so when the post is going to go up, I'm going to ask you 
to put your consistency goals in for the next seven days and for what you're going to start taking action on now. Right now, not next Monday. Right now, what are we going to do? And that'll be your planning. That'll be thinking about what the end goal is and reversing back. That'll be uh, marking all your areas out of 10 and working on the, the ones that are a five or less. That'll be putting all the action points in of how you're going to bump that up towards a 10. Think about what you're going to action right now. Right now. Okay. Nothing changes if nothing changes. I've had a lot of you saying that you're frustrated with the results, but we're not doing the things that we need to do to get the results. So you're creating that frustration. So let's just cut the bullshit and let's just get in doing the do, but with a solid plan. And if you need help with any of, you're not sure what your goal should be or how you would improve your score, get in contact with me. I will help you. But nothing changes if nothing changes. And guess what? You can and you will. You've just got to decide that you're going to. You can do it. There's nothing impossible about the things you need to do to achieve your goals. Nothing. You've just got to decide that you can do it and make choices to do it. Totally believe in you all. We will boss this. If you have any questions, either private message me or pop them in the comments below. But let's get the foundations laid. Big, strong foundations to have a smashing September. Let's call it that, smashing September. All right. I hope you have a good Monday. Um, get yourself an early night. Um, and I'll see you guys through the week. Take care.